I want to welcome you to Young Adults Today podcast, where we talk about reaching young adults in our world today. I'm going to toss it over to our hosts, Micah and Josiah Keneally. Hey guys, it's Josiah, and before we dive into today's episode, I want to share an exciting update with our Young Adults Today fam. Here's the thing. Everything we do with Young Adults Today, whether it's a podcast, books, resources, conference, content, is centered around the heart of Christ and really three things. The first is building relationships that can last a lifetime. The second is creating resources that are useful. And the third is to create rallying points that are catalytic for leaders and ministries to reach the next generation as we make disciples. So we have a prayer and a goal to take everything we're doing to the next level. And that is an invitation to you to join our Patreon. Patreon allows you and us to partner together for the kingdom of God and the heart of Christ to grow young adults today. You can find out more and jump on board by visiting patreon.com slash today. Thanks so much, and here's for today's episode. What's up, guys? We hope you're feeling alive right now. Welcome to the Young Adults Today podcast. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Micah Keneally. We are your hosts, and this podcast is all about reaching the next generation in our world today. And thanks for subscribing, rating, reviewing, and sharing this Mm -hmm. content. It helps us reach more listeners with the message of Young Adults Today. And today, Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. We hope that you are doing well. We hope that you are enjoying some time off, some time to reflect and to maybe revisit 2021 and maybe gear up for 2022 with friends and family. So we hope that you are doing well. We hope that you are staying safe and healthy. We know that we're coming out of a couple crazy years, um, but we want to gear up for something fun in 2020. So Josiah, do you want to just share with the listener a couple upcoming events we have in March and May of 2022? Incredible. Yeah. Um, 2022 is already starting in a matter of days, minutes, and hours, but we have our eyes fixed on March 4th and 5th, 2022 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are having the third annual Young Adults Today Conference. We would love to host you and your teams Mm -hmm. for this special in-person event. We started this event in 2020 at the Mall of America, 2021 was live streamed actually all across the globe Mm -hmm. and mainly online as an event because that was the state of our world. And now we're back in person, Lord willing, for 2022. And we, again, we'd love to host you and your teams Mm -hmm. uh, of leaders. Maybe you're a lead pastor, passionate Christ follower, young adult ministry leader, college ministry leader. This is for you. And, um, We've got some other things. I'll just highlight the weekend is happening May 13th through the 15th in Minnesota at Lake Geneva. This is our second annual event, tag teaming with um, Reggie Dabbs. Yes. And Micah McDonald. So if you were there last year, Micah is returning and we have a new guest who's traveled the nation, traveled the world, sharing the gospel and just a fireball of fun and faith. So if you are looking to get filled up and to bring your team and to bring your young adults from your, your group, your Bible study, whether you're in California or you're on the East coast, like you are welcome to join us in Alexandria, Minnesota in 2022 of May. Oh my gosh. It's hard to say that event one more time. So we talked about the conference in March in Minnesota that is for leaders 
and there are teams of maybe staff or volunteers. And in the weekend, why mm-hmm. weekend in May is for 18 to 30 year olds and their leaders. That's right. We're really excited about both. And this is the Christmas special episode. It's launching Christmas week, mm-hmm. something special for Christmas, the holidays. And Micah, I want to hear from you. What is your favorite Christmas tradition or what are you looking more forward to most about this year, Christmas? Okay, that's two questions. Okay, my favorite Christmas tradition is putting up the Christmas tree. Uh, we've kind of adopted our own Christmases. Josiah said anytime it has the first snowfall, it's free game. And that's dangerous in Minnesota. <laughs> Which could mean October 1st or December 15th. I It's hard to say. So with that, I say putting up the Christmas tree is my favorite traditions. And in that evening, what we generally have done is watch Home Alone or It's a Wonderful Life with some coffee and some homemade Chex Mix afterwards. So that's one fun tradition. One thing I'm looking forward to in 2021 is we have two daughters now and it is Avalon's first Christmas and Aurora's second Christmas with a sister. So her first Christmas with a sister and Avalon's first Christmas. So it's the fun traditions that we get to embark upon with our family is what I'm looking forward to. But I love how everything this time of year, it seems for the most part, it slows down Mm -hmm. and, you know, companies give time off schools. If you're a college student or in seminary, you know, you usually get a semester break and there's usually geared time in for family, for slowing down, for focusing on the babe in the manger who, like our pastor said in our recent Christmas series, he was born to be a king on a cross. Mm-hmm. and um, we just love Advent. We love Christmas, and if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening, <laughs> we'd love to hear in the in the comments what's your favorite part of Christmas, yeah. and what are you looking forward to that's special or different? Maybe it's a tradition you have, and maybe it's actually a tradition you want to start, Yeah. and that's, that's just going to be really fun. Okay, here's a question for you. I know that you guys celebrate Christmas, um, as a family, very specifically with three different gifts. Do you yeah. want to share with the listener? What are those three gifts? Cause when I came into the family, I absolutely love this. And some people we've talked to have like adopted this into yeah. their own tradition. So Josiah, what is that special tradition? I'm like you babe, where, and we've brought this in where we totally watch. It's a wonderful life. And I cry every time, by the way, I, yeah, I he do. knows the ending. I don't know what the big surprise is, man, but <laughs> it's just, it's touching to see a man in his time of need and his community comes through. And I love that line that pops up on the screen that says, no man is a failure who has friends mm-hmm. and we're never alone. We, Jesus is our father. I love this, you know, just the concept of father and friend mm-hmm. and this time of year. So what my mom did for us and my dad did for us as kids, and they now do this for us as married couple and then mm-hmm. as their grandkids, the family's growing basically right. and bottom line. And, and what my mom really did, um, as far back as I can remember, she discovered, I think it was like a, a newspaper or a magazine article themed around the story of the first Christmas where Jesus was born mm-hmm. and people followed a star and they, they brought him gifts. These wise men, these, these people traveled from afar, these shepherds, right. they decided to bring Jesus and really Mary and Joseph, they, they blessed him with gold, frankincense and myrrh. And gold was a gift that was fit for a king. Mm-hmm. Even as a babe in a major, he was, he was given gifts that were fit for a king. And then um, 
frankincense was, um, if I'm remembering right, the kind of an embalming deal. And it was actually like he was born to die. And this would be a fragrance. Um, this would be, and so, and then myrrh, um, or I, I might be getting the mixed up, but uh, myrrh was also like a valued, valued thing. And um, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And so what my folks did and what they continue to do that makes Christmas really special is they give a gift of gold and not like a, a bar of gold or, any, or anything <laughs> like that. Not Bitcoin, which is some call digital gold. It was like a gift that was at the top of our list or a gift that they thought that we really wanted to just remind right. us that Jesus is the reason for a season. And um, this is maybe something that can that can be a gift that you really wanted and treasured. The, the frankincense was like a fragrance, maybe for my sister's a lotion, maybe for, for me, a cologne or something that was like a nice shampoo, something like that. And then myrrh was like something that helped us fix our eyes on Jesus, mm -hmm. like, you know, a devotional book or um, worship music. Yeah. Okay. Worship music. Totally. Stuff like that. that could help us and lead us into the throne room in the presence of God. So we love that tradition. And mm -hmm. I, I, you know, who knows, maybe you want to start that this year or in future years of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but that mm -hmm. is something that makes this time of year really special. Yeah, that's so good. Thanks for sharing that. You got it. And, um, you know, as we look at Christmas and we talk maybe our favorite traditions or our favorite gifts, one of the things that Jesus emphasizes is that it's always better to give mm -hmm. than to receive. And, I love the theology of generosity mm -hmm. and the theology of giving. And it's not an opportunity for us to take anything or even necessarily receive anything, but it's, it's that idea that mm -hmm. this is a time of giving and an opportunity to give because Jesus said it's better to give than receive. And Micah, what comes to mind for you as maybe the, your favorite mm -hmm. gift that you've ever had the opportunity to give? I know you love giving mm. gifts and you're thoughtful and intentional. What's the, what comes to mind? It might not be the favorite, but what comes to mind when I ask that? Okay. One thing I, I enjoy doing, and I think that people enjoy receiving is I love to bake or I love to um, make checks mix or cookies and platters and trays for people. Or if it's not that it's like a meat and cheese tray or something like that with crackers in a workspace and stuff. So I think for me personally, it is um, something along that lines that I can bless the, the church office or bless uh, a doctor's office or bless, I don't know, just a family that just wants to have a good family night. I think that's one fun thing that I enjoy doing that I've done for years. Um, that it's the same gift, but maybe to different people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or form of a gift. Oh, I don't know. What would you say was your best giving gift, hmm. gift of giving? I know what my favorite gift that you've given me is. Is it the watch? It is the watch. Wow. He gave me this awesome rose gold watch um, because he knew how one of my love languages is time. And we were dating and he got me this watch. And one, I needed a watch. Two, just the thought behind it was simply, Mike, I know how much you value time and our time together. So this reminded me of you. And I think that's one of my favorite things I've received from Josiah. I don't think I know. Yeah, I remember right. shopping for you with that. And I, I think if I remember right, it's like a fossil watch mm -hmm. or something like yep. that, like a, a nice, but it, it, the color is timeless. And I think it might've had like a leather wristband, but the idea again was like, Hey, I think what might mean most to you might not be a gift actually, right? but it might be time, but here's a gift that might 
you know, and I probably needed more of the watch than you did as far as following time. You're better I would with say it's probably very true. But I think that uh, I remember thinking and praying through of like wanting it to be significant and meaningful. And, uh, but I, that's what came into my head. And then you're like, I know what my favorite. Sorry, is that first of all. No, it's, and it's fun too, of course, to watch our 19, 20 month year old daughter. Aurora like open up gifts and start helping with the wrapping paper and just shocked of whatever's inside <laughs> she loves Minnie Mouse and oh. Mickey Mouse so if it's something like that or if it's something different too like she loves drawing coloring play-doh yeah. she's a happy-go-lucky girl who loves to have fun so yeah we're in for a treat this Christmas that's for sure and well let's just say that we can't even put her Mickey or her Minnie Mouse ornament on the tree because it's glass and she'll want to play with it and cry because it's on the tree and she can't play with it so maybe in about five years we can put it back up <laughs> we are just having a fun conversation about Christmas and about you know I look at like the meaning of Christmas for a second and I talked about giving right but you know I look at Jesus in the timing that he came as people sometimes ask like can anything good come from Nazareth and he was born in Bethlehem, but his parents, Mary and Joseph, were from Nazareth. And definitely there was good from Nazareth. Yeah. And um, I, I just look at, Micah, does anything pop out to you about the meaning of Christmas or Jesus being the reason for the season? Well, I just think that sometimes we as individuals can be in a dark place and you, you might be wondering, like, is there, is there a reason for my life? Is there, can anything good come from my life? How can God use me? So I think that's just what it comes to my mind is to put it into to perspective with coming out of COVID, being in the midst of COVID, maybe you've lost some friends or family and you've just kind of had a very sorrowful season, whether you're leading or you're part of a ministry, mm -hmm. or maybe you're just a listener and you're just yeah. tuning in for the very first yeah. time to know that your life has purpose. And the purpose of Christ was to serve others and not be served. And to, is that right? Yeah. I just had a brain fart yeah. right there. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, for him to come as a babe in a manger and to know that he would be killed and crucified on the cross for us and who didn't know any sin mm -hmm. so i think the significance of that is that you have eternity in heaven with him and to 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 live his gain and to die his gain right and to know that he is the king of kings and the lord of lords and just the significance of that i think what an honor to be called his child you know in this day and age what an honor yeah, to walk the right. earth he has walked to to share the gospel that has been written by individuals that has um that they have been faithful when the Holy Spirit is downloading things to him um, as the writer or whoever is crafting whatever scripture. So I don't yeah. know where my mind goes. A little different it's, places, I guess. It's but. amazing. And, and Jesus um, quoted the prophet of Isaiah more than any other book that was, you know, like I think of when he mm -hmm. was in the temple teaching and they handed him the scroll of Isaiah right. numerous times. And he quotes from Isaiah and <laughs> He, what's crazy is like Isaiah is called the silver tongue prophet mm -hmm. and how Isaiah starts out is it's prophecy about King Hezekiah who's to come for sure. But at the time he's also foreshadowing or foretelling or speaking yep. prophecy about Jesus, mm -hmm. this coming Messiah. And I, so we live in Minnesota, right? Like we sure we're do. from the Midwest and uh, 
around Christmas time, you usually don't have to doubt or wonder or get too nervous. Is like, is it going to be a white Christmas this year? It's going to be a white Christmas. Just about after. every yep, just about every year. And I love that. I love, you know, a good snowfall. We just got snowed in. We played some games. We ate some pizza. We watched a few Christmas movies. And one of the things that comes to mind about this time of year is snowfalls. Christmas mm-hmm. happens. And Isaiah 118, how the book starts out, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow, though they're red like crimson, they shall be like wool. And I just go on into Isaiah, you know, um, six and Isaiah eight, I think of how (laughs) out out of the darkness, the bright light will shine, you know, those walking in the darkness, have seen a bright light and he will be called wonderful mm-hmm. counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. So I love thinking about the fulfillment of prophecy that mm-hmm. Jesus is the Messiah, that we get to preach the gospel message mm-hmm. to ourselves daily. And this is the message of hope. The mm-hmm. ultimate mes- message of hope is that he hung on the cross and not only was crucified and died in our place, but he was resurrected. Mm-hmm. And that idea of the resurrection is so significant. So I just reflect on the words of Isaiah, the significance of all those fulfilled prophecies right. like Jesus. And I think of investigators such as Lee Strobel, who've, who've done even the mathematical equations of what's the likelihood that you would find somebody on planet earth mm-hmm. in our lifetime, in any human lifetime that could fulfill all the prophecies. And it's a crazy mathematic you know, <laughs> formula if you wanted to look that up or read some of Lee Strobel's writings. And um, I'm just excited about this year and Christmas. And like a question for you right. is like, what's one thing that I can do? What's one thing that you can do? And what's one thing that the listener can do, all of us, to truly like slow down during this time and focus on Jesus, to not be so stressed, but to be blessed. And the reason why I ask you this question is I've found as a husband, as a young parent of two young kids, I've found myself sometimes taking on the weight of the world upon Mm -hmm. my shoulders, even though he says, come to him, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. I'm still carrying some burdens. And there's some stresses that I've been thinking about and, and I had this moment this morning, I was picking up milk at Target, quick grocery run. And I just had <laughs> this himself, thought, I think, way, yeah, I was by myself. I had this thought, babe, where I was like, I was like leaving. And I thought like, I was just praying and I, I almost felt like the Holy Spirit whispered, like, be more like a kid. And so I, <laughs> truth be told, I just like started running full speed ahead with the, 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 cart with some groceries and I jumped on and I just go through the parking (laughs) lot and true story there is a girl um I guess she was probably older than me like maybe more of a woman with kids and she had glasses on and she was hysterically laughing at me or with me I like to think it was with me and not at me but it was probably a spectacle but I want to be more blessed than stressed yeah I want to have more fun and I think that I'd love for you babe to take the listener to that place to have Mm -hmm. more fun and less stress to slow down and hurry less to not be in as much of a rush Mm -hmm. and just to pause this Christmas season Well, I think of two things. I think number one is something that I saw um, 
Jasmine Roth had posted. So if you watch HGTV, she's one of my favorite people, but she had posted something. The greatest present is being present. Wow. And I think learning how to be present is a lot easier said than done. And I just think just be present, be present with your family, be present with the Lord, be present in your church services mm. with the person in front of you. I think one of our uh, favorite people, one person that does this amazingly, does this a tremendous job at honing in on a conversation is Pastor Rod Carlson, where if you're, the room can be with a hundred people and he's locked eyes with you and he will not leave the conversation until it's over. And he won't break eye contact just to, you know, get out of a conversation or let an interruption happen. So I just think like, just be present with the people in front of you is number, number one. And the second thing is probably the more spiritual side where I was going to go first and it's get along with God, Hmm. get alone with God. And even Jesus had to leave the disciples and leave the chaos and to, to go out and pray, to be alone, to hear from God. Like even if, if he did that, how much more do we need to do that as fully we're, we're human? He was God, he's God and human and um, fully God, fully human. And we're only fully human, but we have God. And I think we just need to get alone with him, especially when a lot of people look at the upcoming year, 2022, you're making new year's resolutions, whether you stick with them for one day or one full year, Mm -hmm. I think is you know, where people kind of struggle. So when you get along with him, Lord, what do you want to do this next year? What is the verse you want me to hone in on that I need some character work on? We always choose, we always pick one of the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So one of the nine that we choose as individuals, we pray about it. And then we share with each other. This is what Josiah and I do. You do not have to do this, but I would say this is definitely something that's fun and um, really allows God to work on your individual character where you feel like you've been falling short, whether it's maybe I'm not being very patient. Okay. Mm. I need to pray for patience and maybe my fruit of the spirit this year is patience. Mm. And that's something that God really wants to, you know, work on me, hone in on my spirit and teach me. Maybe it's joy. Maybe you yeah. had a really rough year. You're like I see more joy. We need more fun. I want to be not just happy. That's a fleeting emotion or feeling or situation. I want to be so filled with joy that I'm overflowing to everybody around me. So I would just say seeking God's wisdom and counsel above our own or the mm-hmm. counsel of others mm-hmm. um, is important, obviously, but it's, it's not primary. It's not the very first thing we should be doing. So I would just say those two things kind of come to my mind. And Josiah, do you want to share maybe about the fruit of the spirit? Like what is something that you've learned? I know we have a couple of minutes left, so maybe like five minutes we'll wrap up, but what is something that you've learned since we've been doing that um, exercise or like spiritual yeah. growth together, but yeah. separate at the same time? Yeah. I actually remember um, where this challenge entered my life was visiting North Point Community Church on a Sunday after being at Passion Conferences. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure it was maybe bringing in the new year at Passion, as they often do. And then I was in Atlanta and I'm like, well, okay. And so I was at North Point and Pastor Andy actually didn't preach, but Jeff Henderson did. Okay. And he preached a message that he said, this is going to be a nine year challenge. This is going to be a nine year message, uh, nine or 10, I think. And he's like, what I would challenge you to do mm-hmm. is over the next nine, nine years or so, pick one fruit of the spirit each year or pray about it and which one. So that's where it came from for me. Mm-hmm. And I think of ultimately it comes from Galatians 5, 22 and 23, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
gentleness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I love how Paul follows that up. Against such things, there is no law. Mm -hmm. But I also say these things aren't natural. Right. They're, they're not common, especially in our world today. And one of our prayers, I think one of my prayers is always that I would live a life that's attractive to the outsider of the Christian faith. Maybe they're mm-hmm. a pre-believer as you like to call them, mm-hmm. or um, they're maybe searching, they're seeking, right. they're open to things spiritual, and they just haven't met Jesus yet. Mm-hmm. I want to be one of the people who gets to introduce them to Jesus. Yeah. Um, or even as Eric Samuel Tim says, I want to repaint. Jesus. Because some people have been hurt by the church, or really what that means, they've been hurt by a Christ follower. And for that, I'm sincerely sorry. Mm-hmm. And there's been those individuals that I've hurt knowingly or unknowingly. And there's been those times where I've been hurt and wounded as well. And what I look at, what the fruit of the spirit is an opportunity mm-hmm. to God, like God, there's less of me, just like John the Baptist prayed, and more of you. Mm-hmm. And so there's Okay, I'm impatient. I'm stressed out. Stress isn't a fruit of the spirit. And I get it that there's eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, and there's distress, D-I-S-T-R-E-S-S. But the body, the mind, the soul, the spirit processes those two emotions the same. And that's not one of the fruits of the spirit. Right. And okay, well, sarcasm, not a fruit of the spirit. So we can list what's not a fruit of the spirit and then what is. And often it's me being crucified it's my flesh being crucified and it's me pausing to say, Hey, time out. I'm making room for him. Right. He who is our peace. He's right. made the two groups one. He has joined them together and tore down the dividing wall of hostility as Paul prays in Ephesus and Ephesians. Like I'm just saying that for me, I want my life to be marked by love right. for Jesus, for others Mm -hmm. and then for myself too and those i come into contact with and so i have a long ways to go in the fruit of the spirit (laughs) but that's been a life-changing message hearing jeff henderson challenge me yeah challenge us now today on the podcast of you know what what's the fruit of the spirit that maybe i need the holy spirit to guide right and uh, i think it was pastor matthew stephen brown from sandals church author and pastor he was on the podcast and he said the only way to deal with the critical spirit is with the holy spirit that's good and i i think of just the work of the holy spirit i don't want to minimize that to a self-help message right i want to maximize that to i want to be baptized in the holy spirit i want to be made new mm-hmm. i want to make room for him i want there to be less of me more right. of him i want outsiders to take note that they might praise his name, that they might come to know a saving relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. as their Lord and Savior. And I guess um, that's some thoughts on the fruit of the spirit is that God would do a work. And ultimately, one more thing that John the Baptist did is he prepared a way for Mm -hmm. Jesus. That's why he was born. That's, That's one of ultimate purpose. Yeah. And he lived it out. He lived it out. Yeah. So um, those are some probably scatterbrained thoughts on the fruit of the spirit. No, I think that's great. And we just want to wrap things up and just encourage you as a listener, wherever you're at in life, that God sees you. He knows you. He knows the year to come. He knows the year that you've experienced. And 
it's just taking those thoughts captive. It's returning back to him and any and all things. If you haven't surrendered something to him, you can do that. You can do that right now. You can do it in this very moment. And if you want to adopt a new, I don't know, new tradition, and it doesn't have to be if you don't want it to be, but if you want to start praying for a portion of the fruit of the spirit that you really feel like you need to work on, maybe it's patience. Maybe you're an impatient person, you know, and that's something that God wants to work on your character because when we allow God into the messiness of of us, the glory of God can shine through and people are going to see those parts of our characteristics or our character and that characteristic, they're going to see something shift and change over the next 365 days. So if you're listening, if you want to join us in on the challenge, I haven't yet received which one I'm supposed to work on this next year, which one I get to work on this next year. But I know that God has done nothing but above and beyond um, repairs in our lives or some, I don't know, things he has to weed out or call out within those um, portions of the fruit of the spirit. So we just want to encourage you and to know that uh, there's a baby in a manger that is now seated on the right hand of the father. And he's there. He's still on his throne, no matter what you're walking through, no matter what you're in. And he is the reason for the season and he is coming back. So we just want to say, Thank you so much for joining us. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You can comment if, in the comments if you know the word that you want to focus on this year. If you want to share one of your traditions with the listener of something that we could adapt to in our families, whether it's a recipe or sugar cookies or and it can be anything, anything yeah. that you want to share. Just engage with us and we want to engage with you. So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Once again, this is Micah and Josiah. And I just want to close by saying that thank you for the opportunity to come into your space and Mm -hmm. and to have this conversation with you. And thank you for the work that you're doing to Mm -hmm. reach the next generation. We just want to encourage you. We just pray that you feel like you're on heaven's radar because here's the thing you are. And so you're seen, you're wanted, you're loved, you're adored, you're chosen, you're known Mm -hmm. right now in this moment. And the work you're doing is significant. It has meaning, it has purpose. And our prayer is that eternity looks different because of the next generation that you guys are reaching in our world today. And so it's a absolute joy and privilege to uh, host this, co-host this podcast, yeah. Michael, with you. Thank you for all that you do um, in, in this space with young adults today. And we look forward to kicking off the new season strong in 2022. Woo, Until we then, go. we'll see you next time. God bless. Hey guys, it's Josiah. And before we dive into today's episode, we want to share something exciting with our young adults today, fam. On March 4th and 5th, 2022, we will be having our third annual conference. So we want to invite you and your team in person this year to Minneapolis, Minnesota for this opportunity as leaders to rally together with other young adult ministry leaders from across the country. You can find out more details and register today at www.youngadults.today. Now for today's episode. Thanks for listening to today's conversation on the Young Adults Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Plug me in. I'm getting charged up right now, yeah.